Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your host today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today, our topic is the old has gone and the new has come. And our scripture for today is from 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Yes, and this phrase, the old has gone, the new has come. It's something the Lord has been saying to me since probably June of last year, 2022. He speaks these words to me in my prayer time with him, or he has been speaking them. You know, I write everything that he speaks to me, and these words keep coming up over and over again. And there's a reason for that. When he mm-hmm. says something over and over again, it's like he wants me to understand what they mean. So I began to pray into it. And the first thing the Lord brought to my mind was a scripture about the old wineskins. This is in Mark two twenty-two, And Jesus is speaking here, and he says, And no one pours new wineskins into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. Okay, so cloth expands over time with use, and the wineskins become brittle as they're stretched to their limit. And this is caused by the wine fermenting while it's in the wineskin. So if you reuse them, you're taking a big chance of it bursting, right? Mm-hmm. So I know this doesn't apply to everything, but it's applicable to where we are headed. Uh, You can't always put something brand new into something old. Sometimes you have to completely throw away the old and start new. And the other scripture that comes to mind is 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. The person that you were before you accepted Jesus is gone. And now a new life has begun. You have been reborn and you no longer have to live in your past where all of your sin is. You are a new creation in Christ. And that's wonderful. So as I continue to pray and ask the Lord what he wants us to understand about this word, the old is gone, the new has come, I got fresh revelation that this is a now word. In other words, the old has already gone and the new has already come. It's already here. It's already here. So let me explain that a little bit further. So God's been speaking to me also about a new era that we're moving into. And the world we know will completely change. We are transitioning now, not in a few months, but right now. Our old way of life is gone. Our new way of life is here. And we have to call it down from heaven. It is as on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So God wants us to understand that he is resetting everything. The way we used to do things is done. Again, the old ways are gone. We are doing a new thing because the new has come. So Isaiah 43, 19 It says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. We've been in the wilderness for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and he's bringing us out of it. And we will be pioneers in this new land, this new thing and new era that he's calling us to. We are blessed. This generation is blessed because we were chosen to be here during this time. So many different prophets have been talking about the changes that are coming. They are huge, monumental, mind-blowing, and we've only just begun. So Laura's going to talk about how the church age is gone and the kingdom age has come. Susan's going to talk about the Holy Spirit leading us. We will no longer operate with a religious spirit. And I will talk about how our society as we know it will completely change. This includes media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and arts and entertainment. These are also known as the seven mountains of influence in our society. And again, I want to recommend Johnny Inlow's book. We've recommended it before, and it's called The Seven Mountain Prophecy. He goes into great detail about each one of these mountains. All right, Laura, you want to go ahead and get us started? Yep. Sure. All right, let's go. Well, back in the year 2020, I heard a prophetic word given by Chuck Pierce that proclaimed that the church age was done and the, the kingdom age was now beginning. He also explained that 2020 was the year of the mouth or pay, according to the Hebrew calendar. It was also when the pandemic hit the world and masks were mandated across the world. Yep. Of course, you know, when God says it's time to open your mouth and proclaim Uh to the world that the kingdom age has arrived, the enemy found a way to cause sickness and death and cover up the mouths of God's people. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, but what the enemy meant for harm, God will turn it for good. 
The pandemic lasted two years, and over that time the church has begun to awaken. What the enemy used to try to contain God's people and shut down the churches, it only grew churches' attendance online exponentially. Sure did. I know our church did. Yep. Yes. And during that time, I and probably many more people began to question why churches needed to shut down at all. Yes. You know, if we believe what Jesus did, you know, healing the sick and all kinds of diseases, causing the lame to walk and the blind to see, not to mention, you know, raising the dead, then why would we shut our doors to people wanting to come into the house of God to meet and worship in a spirit of unity and show the rest of the world how the church truly functions? It was fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole time I kept shaking my head thinking, what's wrong with this picture? Mm-hmm. You know, of all people, we, why are we, you know, giving into the pressures of the world and the government? Right. Listening to the lying media and, and shutting our doors, you know, to God's people? This did not make any sense to me at all, and it definitely didn't line up with, you know, how Jesus showed us to live. It was crazy. You know, so during these past two years, God's people have been slowly waking up. You know, I and many others stopped watching mainstream television news broadcasts because, honestly, the Holy Spirit began speaking to me and to many of us to just turn off the news and tune into God's direction during this time. You know, he knows where the lies are coming from, so he said, just shut it off. Yeah. I think I, oh, I did the same thing. <clears throat> yeah. I quit watching it. I didn't yeah. want to hear it. I was at the beginning. I was so like, oh my gosh, how many COVIDs are, oh my gosh, the next day it shows how many new COVID cases. I'm like, mm-hmm. after about three or four months, I was like, this is stupid. Right. Like this is the, this is, this is mom. all fear they're mom. talking oh, about fear. for two years. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it anyway. The Holy Spirit was dealing with me on that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he, well, I know he's dealt with a lot of people on that. It's, I mean, it's one thing to acknowledge that there's sickness, yeah. but then to just continue to air it and speak it out over and over and over for mm-hmm. two years, that's propaganda. It sure was. You know, it's an agenda. Yeah. And you got to be able to have that discernment to see it and go, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. What are they doing to it us? Did, and the numbers didn't add up with all the... It was just garbage. Right. Yeah. So as a result of that, you know, I began watching, and you guys too, you know, Elijah Streams videos on Facebook. And they used to be on YouTube, but then they got booted off for having too many people speaking out against the present day government. Right. And what we were doing. So speaking too much truth gets you kicked off of YouTube and Facebook. So it wasn't just the news media only allowing their agenda, but then it was all media shutting down anyone who spoke anything against the election process, against alternative COVID healing methods, or speaking out against the things taking place behind the scenes that involved our government. Right. You know, that's why we have to be really careful what we say on here, because we don't want to get censored, or as Laura said, booted from speaking out (laughs) about the things the Lord wants us to talk about. It's frustrating. But until all of it is out in the open, we have to watch what we say. It's just where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe at this time, was when the believers started questioning everything that was taking place. Yeah. You know, they began questioning who we really are as God's people. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we had to have a slap in the face and to wake up and say, what have we become and where did we go wrong as Christ followers? Yeah, right. You know, people began waking up and not just accepting everything that was spoon-fed to them anymore. And people began to rise up and ask questions, you know, because they wanted to know what was truly going on. And alternative media sources began to emerge at this time. You know, we got MeWe yep. and Rumble, and even President Trump created his own social media site called Truth Social. And even recently, you know, in the news at this time that we're recording, Elon Musk bought out Twitter and is now uncovering so many hidden things that were silenced, you know, by their previous owners. Yeah, it's shocking. It's just going to get worse. Right. We're going to find out more and more. Which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, it was all during this time that many Christians who had never listened to what the prophets had to say before began to tune into what God had to say about this time in our lives. Right. You know, that's it. That's it. God is where we need to be going. It's the only place we could get the truth about what, or get the real truth about what's happening. And it's something we should have done a long time ago. Mm -hmm. God should always be our source. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know, in, in Second Chronicles 2020, it says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you'll be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. First of all, I want you to take notice of the numbering of this scripture, 2020. 2020 yeah. Notice that this is when it was proclaimed by Jehoshaphat that if you listen to the prophets, you will begin or you will benefit and prosper right. or succeed, as this translation says. And it was in 2020 that many of us began to 
really tune into what the prophets were hearing, you know, were hearing from God saying during this dark time. Yeah. You know, also in Amos 3, 7, it says, Indeed, the sovereign Lord never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. That's right. You know, I had always been connected to certain prophets in the past, but it was in this particular time that I really searched out other prophets to see what, you know, I was hearing was in line with what they were saying and what they were hearing from God. And God began to speak to me in 2020, you know, in the early morning hours, telling me what was truly taking place behind the scenes and is still taking place, you know, right now. I would tune into Elijah's dreams just about every day just to get a clearer picture from you know, each prophet and what they were speaking about. Right. One prophet will will never really have all the pieces to the grand plan of God. God will speak one thing to one prophet and then another to someone else. You know, like it says in 1 Corinthians 13, 9, it says, Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. Right. So this is why, you know, it's really important to listen to many different trustworthy prophetic voices to get a fuller picture of what's really taking place. Mm -hmm. It's like the Holy Spirit gives each one of us a piece to the grand puzzle, and by working together in the spirit of unity, we can move forward in our faith and belief that God will lead us in the right direction and cause us all to succeed if we continue to look to Him and Him only. So many in the church made a shift during this time, not just listening the way they had before, and not just listening to the words of their pastors, but they began to listen to the prophets and the apostles' teachings and their words as well. Yep. Yep. The fivefold ministry of the church was originally designed so that the order of ministry was like this in Ephesians 4, 11 through 15. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers so that God's people would be thoroughly equipped to minister and build up the body of the anointed one. That's good. These ministries will continue until we are unified in faith and filled with the knowledge of the Son of God, until we stand mature in His teachings and fully formed in the likeness of the anointed, our liberating King. Mm -hmm. Then we will no longer be like children, tossed around here and there upon the ocean waves, picked up by every gust of religious teaching, spoken by liars and swindlers or deceivers. Instead, by truth spoken in love, we are to grow in every way into Him the anointed one, the head. But somewhere along the line, instead of the church being led by the entire order of leadership, they cut out the apostles and the prophets and kept only the evangelists, preachers, you know, and teachers. But the Bible clearly tells us in Proverbs 29, 18, that where there is no vision from God, the people run wild. But those who adhere to God's instruction know genuine happiness. So during the church age, we have only looked to the pastors to lead us, you know, to know what's what's the truth. So many do not even read the Bible for themselves, but only attend church on Sundays and take whatever their pastor says is absolute truth. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. what if his theology is off? Oh, yeah. Could that lead the whole church astray? Yes. Of course, right? Right. And it can, and that's why we need a full ministry working together to help each other stay on track with what the Holy Spirit's leading us to do. Right, yes. There needs to be accountability and transparency in our churches. Well, actually, for anyone in, le- in a leadership position. That includes our government. Right. right, right. Yeah. You know, I've benefited greatly by listening to the prophets during this time, especially, you know, and it's only awakened me to even more, you know, of what God wants his church to be doing during this time in history. What God has clearly been showing me and many, many apostles and prophets is that the church age is gone and a thing of the past, and the kingdom age has come. Yes. It's already here. Yep. Yes. No longer are we to be looking back, hoping to return to the same old, same old way of doing church. We are no longer able to move forward in the old mindset, but we must move forward in God's kingdom ways and in his, in this kingdom age. Mm-hmm. You know, God's been giving me words over these past two years that continue to speak about how the church needs to awaken and walk in the ways of Yahweh. It is a holy way of living, and it is the way Jesus intended for his church, his bride, to govern this world. A governing church over this world, he calls his ecclesia. You know, we're to take on the gates of hell and defeat it. Yes. We are Mm -hmm. to tear down strongholds of evil by commanding God's angels to work together with us as we work in tandem with Yahweh. Yes. It's a new way of thinking for us. I mean, this is new for me. Right, yes. And it's going to take some time to get into our rightful position. 
but we are to take this world back for Jesus and for his glorious kingdom. Right. I mean, I feel like for the longest time, a lot of us had the, okay, Jesus is coming back. So we just going to have to sit here and wait until he comes back. He's going to have to fix it. Right. Because, you know, right. I did. I, I, I didn't know that I was supposed to fight and rule and reign. And, and mm-hmm. what do we talk about? Subdue the earth, you know, back in Genesis. And I didn't know any of that. Right. But God's showing us. Right. We got to work together. We got to do this together. Because mm-hmm. I mean, do. That- that whole mindset of the, you know, just being raptured up and just leaving yeah. the world behind has right. been in, in, ingrained in us yes. for a long time. Yeah. And we've just been sitting here and laying down and letting the enemy just take and take and take yeah. right. over and over and over again when we could have, we should have put a stop to it a long time oh, yeah. ago. I mean, that's why our government, our world well, is the way it is right now. controlling us, yeah. Right. We should yeah. have known we had the authority. Right. Right. That's that's exactly right. But Susan. that's what's being revealed to us right yes. now. Yeah. Right. You know, we we're do. being we're we're understanding new revelatory wisdom and understanding and knowledge, like right. in Ephesians one. Right. It's you the know? whole we've been asleep, we've been de- deceived, we've been hypnotized, it's mm-hmm. the propaganda, you name it. Right. We could go on and on here. All right. So how do we do this? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's honestly, I really believe it's by spending time each day yes. in intimate prayer with God, just listening to his voice and what he has to say directly to us and by studying his word and knowing what he wants us to, you know, how he wants us to live our lives here on earth. Right. Know God by spending time with him and know his word. Right. Listen to prophets with good reputation and hearing God's direction for our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way to go. Yeah. You know, the Lord gave me Two recent words regarding the old has gone and the new has come, and I just want to share with you what he said to me. So on December 10th, 2022, the Lord gave me this word. He said, sacrifice of your time and focus on my word is necessary for you to walk in tandem with me. I will walk you through every step that you need to take to commune better with me. You will have your eyes open to see the necessary information that you need to move forward in me. There are things that will be coming your way, and you need to keep a constant focus on me to help others in their search for me. Understanding the ways of Yahweh is crucial in this time that you live in. There's no other way to understand the depth of what I am showing you unless you spend the necessary time alone with me in my word. Mm -hmm. Great things are coming your way, but first you must learn to walk in my ways. These ways were established in the beginning, but man-made plans have sabotaged my truths watering them down and making them obsolete. I am rejuvenating my people and creating a new understanding in them, helping them to see like I see and say the things I do. What has been lacking, I am breathing new life into your minds and hearts and causing you to think like me and walk in my holy ways of Yahweh. The old has gone and the new has come. No longer will my people suffer a lack of knowledge and understanding, but they will be revived to learn to walk and speak in the ways of Yahweh for the rest of their lives. Yes. No more lack guarding their hearts and minds, but a fullness of my knowledge and wisdom that you have not tasted in all of your years here on this earth. This new understanding will knock your socks off. I love how he speaks. Yes. And bless you to your core. My understanding will lift your mind and heart to desire me and walk in my ways more and more. This is only the beginning and you have only tasted a portion of what is coming. See as you've never seen before, and ask to hear my voice loud and clear. Let my voice crowd out any lies that you've believed and make way for my glorious truth. You will be a counterculture force to be reckoned with, and the truth will come pouring out of you as never before. Truth will fill your earth and bring about my kingdom here on earth. Truth has always been alive in my people, my servants who have continued to trust and look only to me. Now my truth will spread out across the earth as never before, and many will praise and bless my name, and faith will rise to new heights within my people, giving them the ability and the power to perform miracles upon miracles, and you will see things as never done before. Exciting times are ahead of you, my people. Don't wait around to see me move through others in a powerful way, but jump on board with me today on my glory train. Yes, yes. You've become awakened to this truth, so don't hesitate to jump on board and take the most exciting ride of your life. We are going places, my people. Mm-hmm. We are going to the great beyond where few men and women have ever gone. I invite you now to step it up with me and get alone alone with me 
so I can teach you how to see and to hear and to speak with my authority. You are being equipped to walk and talk and minister in the ways of Yahweh for your days on earth and for all eternity with me. That's so good. Yes. He is so good. Yeah, he is. Ah, my goodness. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Then on December 12th, 2022, God gave me these words. The old has gone. It was the first thing out of his mouth was the old has gone and the new has come. And I just sat up and paid attention. Okay, I'm ready, Lord. What do you want to say? He's been saying that to me over and over again. Right. Right. He wants us to get it. And that was the first thing he said to me that morning. Yeah. He said, you're my children living in my kingdom now and forevermore. Adjust your thinking and adjust your scope of view seeing as I want you to see yourselves now and forevermore. There's no going back to how things were done before. It's time to pick up your mat and walk with me in a whole new way. Change your ways of thinking to think in my ways, in the way of Yahweh, and return to the old ways no more. Mm. This reminds me a lot of, you know, Lot's wife, when she looked back at Sodom and Gomorrah, and she turned into that pillar of salt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. So don't. Don't look back, people. Yeah. No. Old is gone. Mm-hmm. This so, is a new age, new thing. The new has come. Right. And it's going to be so much better. Right. The old ways will not move you forward. Right. That's right. And he also said, set yourselves apart, for there is much more work to be done. There's a whole new world to be explored, and you'll, you need to get going. Ask me what is coming, and I will fill your mind with all the great and glorious things that are headed your way. There are things you've never experienced before coming your way and so much to explore. There are things that will boggle your mind, but I will open up your understanding to see as you've never seen before. Exciting times lie ahead of you, and you must get prepared for the more. When more is coming your way, more will be expected of you. Yes. I have so much more I want to share with you, but you must get prepared. Lay down your selfish ways and walk in the holy way that's been prepared for you. See the things I've prepared for you and see what is to come. Nothing shall be too hard for you. Nothing shall be spared from you. All that I offer to you will be just a hand's grasp away from you. Mm. All you have to do is come to me and ask. Thank you, Lord. Command the things of heaven to be brought to the earth. Command my angels to do the work that must be done for my kingdom to come to the earth. My angels have been sent to work in tandem with you to complete the tasks that they can do alongside of you. Send forth my angels on assignment to tear down the strongholds of the enemy. Send out legions of angels to go on assignment to destroy all the works of the enemy. Nothing shall be too hard for them, for they have been assigned to you to work in tandem with you. Don't be shy in asking for great things to be done, for you were made in my likeness to do the work of my kingdom here on earth. Be elevated in your thinking and come up higher where you can see things from my perspective. This is where you will get your directives from. Listen for my words and phrases and speak them with the authority that I give to you. Nothing will be too hard for you and all things will be possible with me. I am all that you need to accomplish great feats here on earth as it is in heaven. What is thought impossible by man is possible with me. I am all that you need. Now wake up, my children, and wake up the earth. Wake up the sleepy ones who have yet to awake. Help them to open their sleepy eyes and open their ears to hear what Yahweh has to say and help them draw near. Each of my children will awaken eventually, but for you who are awake, you know that there is much at stake. The time is now to make great changes and begin to change the face of the earth. I have called you out from among the crowd to join me on the front lines to awaken the rest of my king for my kingdom's sake. You are my chosen and anointed ones appointed to do great things for my kingdom. Many will awaken, and when they do, you will be a force not to be reckoned with. Put on your robe and wear your crown. Pick up your sword and make my name renowned. Mm. 
Stand and fight for my kingdom's sake, and never look back to the way things used to be. You are not of this world, for you fight for me. Stand to your feet, my people, and walk in the new ways of Yahweh. That's good. You know, God is giving us really clear instructions here that the old has surely gone, and the new has come, and it's time to get to work in this new kingdom age. Yes. 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 That's awesome. You know, he keeps telling us that something new is coming, Mm -hmm. right? He's Mm -hmm. been saying it to so many of the prophets, and he has been preparing this remnant for a really long time. And my hope and prayer is that many more people wake up from their sleepy stupor and realize all that the enemy has been doing, all that he has stolen from us, so we can get on track with this new era God is bringing us into. It is so crucial to be on the right side when God has finally had enough. All right, Susan, why don't you talk about where the Holy Spirit is leading us to in this new era? Okay, great. Let me begin with Ephesians 2, 18 through 22. Through Jesus, we all have access to the Father by one Spirit. Yep. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Yeah, that's good. A church building is sometimes called God's house. In reality, God's household is not a building, but a group of people. He lives in us and shows himself to a watching world through us. People can see that God is love and that Christ is Lord as we live in harmony with each other and in accordance with what God said in his word. We are citizens of God's kingdom and members of his household. Yes. You know, so many churches are incredibly fancy today and pleasing to the eye. Yeah. It says in scripture, it's not about the building. It's about who is in the building. Yes. United by one spirit in which God lives by his spirit. It's the congregation, the people who are filled by the Holy Spirit, as well as believers who share the common belief of Jesus Christ who make up the church. Yeah. It's good. As I mentioned before, I came from a very strong Catholic background. Yeah. And because of that, I had a very religious mindset against anyone who wasn't Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's easy to do. I think that many people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you both came from Baptist backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. And we all had that same kind of yeah. mental attitude. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, actually applies to any denomination. They think they're right. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just not just Catholics, not just Baptists. It's you know, Methodists, Lutherans. Right. We're right and everyone else is wrong. Yeah, right? that's that's the attitude, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's, that, that's the religious spirit. It is. It's a, it's a spirit of religion, and it comes straight from hell yeah. to keep God's people and his, his body separated into pieces. And he pits us against each other yes. so that we don't unite together right. as one strong body of Christ as a force to be reckoned with in this world. Mm-hmm. You know, denominations means that, you know, that same thing that we're divided denomination it's right. it's a d- division right and so jesus is coming back for his bride it's one church not a bunch of individual churches that's right true. that's good that's mm-hmm. a good point i was reading eileen fisher's book i highly recommend this yes. book embraced by the holy spirit yep. and i could so identify with her testimony she was a, was an irish catholic mm-hmm. yeah i'm proud of it very yeah right right (laughs) she used to be yeah and i just want to read an excerpt from eileen's book where she gives a really good illustration of pretty much how i felt as a catholic with that strong religious spirit working overtime in me Mm -hmm. yeah this section was entitled the divine stalker had different plans that's good (laughs) so she writes however that wasn't the plan of the divine stalker I heard someone say, if you need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, just raise your hand. This was her in a gym, a Catholic school gym where they were doing a marriage encounter weekend. Right. Mm -hmm. And she just thought she was going to, I guess, a Catholic, I don't know, service or, yeah. yeah. And the divine stalker had different plans. (laughs) She says, to my horror, I felt my husband trying to raise his hand. As he did so, I poked him hard in the ribs with my elbow. (laughs) 
He responded by trying to pull away, and stiff with anger and fear, I muttered to Fred, her husband, through clenched teeth, put your arm down. (laughs) You came in here as a Catholic, and you're leaving here as one. <laughs> she wasn't playing. She was yeah, we, not messing she's around. Not playing. Right? That's definitely a religious mindset. You just yeah. think that your religion's better than others. You know. Yeah. And yeah. the Holy Spirit had total other plans for them that night. Yeah. She called it the Holy Spirit, the divine stalker. stalker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've talked about it before, though. Uh, I know you're talking so much. Want to interrupt? We've talked about it before. How the different denominations—that's not of God. That's no. not from the Holy Spirit. No. no. We, the denominations are man-made. Right. Religion yes. is man-made. Yeah. So just wanted to clarify that for people mm-hmm. that are listening. Yeah. You know. I mean, we keep saying we've all felt this way. Right. When And when you're confronted or exposed to the movement of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It, it, you just know. Right. Mm-hmm. And because it also went totally against everything that I was raised with and I believed. Right. Right. And... And instantly when this happens, you, I felt like a huge amount of shame mm-hmm. because the Spirit is fighting against you to not be open to the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. It wants you closed off. The enemy wants you closed off right. and not and isolated. Receiving and keep it. to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And not receiving the actual Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, because the Holy Spirit frees you. Yes. You know, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, freedom. right? And religion keeps you contained and tight. Rules. Rules, and it kills you. Religion kills you. Right. You know, the law, like Jesus says, the law enslaves you, but the Spirit frees you. Right. And so, you know, when you you get, like Eileen, she felt like she was bushwhacked, right? Yeah. She (laughs) went to this place. It's in a Catholic school. All of a sudden, she's surrounded by people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. And they're raising their hands. What are they doing? You yeah, know, this is yeah, this is a crazy. This is a nut house. You yeah. know, I'm not going to have anything to do with it. And she's like mad because her husband was open to it, and he, you know, wanted to give his life to Christ fully. And she was mad because what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going against the rules. Yeah. yeah, she she even said my jaw tightened, and so did my grip on my husband's arm. What I had just heard and ma- had made me furious. I hated being exposed in such a public way, and I hated all these people as well. And she didn't even know. No. It's, wow. In truth, she wanted what they had, yeah. but hadn't she never realized it yet. Yes. yes. But again, the Holy Spirit led her there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Let her and her husband there. He had other plans. Yeah. Right. And then it changed her life forever. Yeah. And she's an incredible prophetess. Yeah. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And now she talks about it. Right. That's so good. (laughs) All right. You know, not all churches are the same, right? I mean, obviously the denominations, they're not the same. Right. But if we are doing things the right way, allowing the Holy Spirit full access to all of the church, we would have a very different outcome because it would all flow from the throne room of God. Right. That's where it all should be coming from. Right. right. Keyword is flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, some you know churches too are run by traditions. Attending church, we, as we've said, feels like a routine with again little room for the Holy Spirit. This routine can also become an idol, missing the whole point of what Jesus called us to. Right. Joining and living and working together in one spirit. Mm-hmm. The church might also be based on good works. Well, as long as I'm doing good works, I'm going to heaven. Yep. Right. Or as long as I go to church every Sunday, I can live the rest of my life the way I choose. Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to be that way. You know, not intentionally, but yeah. I felt better after going to church. Right. It felt like I had done a good thing, but the intimacy with God wasn't there, or at least it wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, my focus wasn't always on my sins or my relationship with God. It was just checking off that I had gone to church on my to-do list for the week. And I didn't even realize that it was that it was what I was doing until many years later. You know, I, I just interject real quick yeah. because in the Baptist church, we had these little offering envelopes, yes, you know? Yes, I remember those. Remember? And it had a check Back box. Back at the pew, yeah. Next to it, it said, uh, I gave, yes. I attended church, you know? And it was like, okay, I checked all the boxes. I'm yeah. good. You know, it's something in your mind that just feels like you've done that checklist, right? And that just built into me yes. a religious spirit, yeah, a religious mindset that I did everything right, so I'm good according to yeah. whose standards because it wasn't God, right? It was the religious spirit, right? Right, mm-hmm. the piece of paper, yeah, on mm-hmm. those checks, yeah. 
you know, the church should be encouraging seeking an, an intimate relationship with God and reading the Word of God at home, as well as joining a Bible study, right? Yeah. digging in. Right. I am appreciative for a foundation of faith. However, the church I grew up in had a lot of traditions, which can often take the place of knowing God. I never read the Bible growing up. I did, however, have a little booklet of scripture that I stumbled upon at around eight or nine years old on my mother's night table. <laughs> it was unorganized under topics like fear and worry. I think you needed like a magnifying glass to read. It was so oh, wow. tiny. Like, yeah. But um, like, like those little tiny New Testaments. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, how did I ever read this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was the topics were like fear, worry, you know, loneliness, joy, love. Yeah. I would bring it to bed with me and read it when I could. Yeah. Another experience is before my husband and I got married, I remember saying to him, well, you know, I just need you to know that our kids will be raised Catholic. No if, ands, or buts. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. Exclamation yep. point. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, happening. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he heard that urgency in my yeah. voice, right? But if you think about it, I didn't say, our kids will get to know God. Right. And I, I have to admit to agreeing with the religious spirit back yeah. then. Right. You know, it, right? But look at you now. I know. <laughs> free. <laughs> yeah, you're free. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Ephesians four talks about the unity of the body of Christ. Verse fourteen through sixteen says, "There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all." Yeah. But to each of us, that's a lot of alls. It is a lot of alls. <laughs> but to each of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, "When he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men." Verse eleven says, "It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ." the church may be built up until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's good. Mm-hmm. Verse 15 says, Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up in him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, the church, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. That's right. You know, I remember receiving the copy of an illustration at our Bible study of a picture of the body, like the human body. It was just a black and white figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A stick figure. Yeah, and it helped to show how the church functioned. The head represents Christ. Right. And all the genuine believers in Christ are the many members of the body. Right. This means that we need to properly relate to each and every member of the body and not offend them or persecute them. We need the other members of the body to help us see what we are, what we need to do, and how we can go on. We need to build each other up. Right. So yeah. Tear each other down. And we're good. Right now, we're good at the tearing down. Exactly. Our society tears people down all the time. Yeah. But if we work together, we're like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. Right. And on that diagram, it was, you know, expressed that everything under the feet was the enemy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That we have authority to step on him. Right. Right. Crush him. That's a good illustration. Mm-hmm. The church is called the body of Christ because, I, as I have mentioned, Christ is the head of the church and we're called to do the work of Christ. Each, like members of the body, we yeah. have different skills, purpose, spiritual gifts, yet every believer is equally important to the full functioning mission and efficacy of the church. Yeah. We, as believers, follow Christ listen to Christ, and let Christ guide our steps, just as the head of the body does. Likewise, the church acknowledges diversity within the body and how good this is for the church. The body needs many gifts, talents, and skills to function. We as believers need to work together to accomplish the mission Jesus gave us. Rather than trying to do the same thing, each of us can contribute that which God has called us to do and be. Yeah. In all spiritual things, our seeing is our knowing and entering in. If you see the body of Christ, you know the body, and you enter into the body life in practicality. Yeah. 
We need to see a vision of the body of Christ in the same way Paul saw it, and then we'll surely know the body. For us to receive help and clearly see what's going on, we need the body of Christ. For us to receive help concerning our direction in life, we need not only the Lord, but also the members of the body. That's right. We need to go to the Lord, open up to him, and under his leading, go to other members of the body that we may be helped and made clear. Yeah. We shouldn't be spiritually proud and say, I receive instructions on what to do only from the Lord himself. I mean, it's good to go to him for instructions, but yeah, that is pride. Right. Like many times the Lord uses some ordinary brothers and sisters he puts us with to help us to see things, have a direction for a future, and go on with the Lord. Yeah. It is Christ who helps us, and he does so through the members of the body. That's right. He uses all of us. Yeah. Right? I remember a year at Bible study in which at one point in the study, we split up into groups, and the groups were all different titles. Some examples were the church, the nation, Muslims, entertainment, and many others. The group I chose to be a part of was the family, and each group spent time crafting a, par- a prayer with the help of the Holy Spirit to pray throughout the year. This was a great way to work as a body and pray for others in unity to benefit the whole. Yeah, that's good. We need the body of Christ just as we need Christ. Praise the Lord for putting us in his body where he takes good care of us by himself and through all member the members. Yes, yes. And in this season we are entering into, as Laura said, we have already entered the kingdom age where the old ways are gone, which means a religious spirit will no longer be tolerated. That's right. In this season, the Holy Spirit will be the one guiding and directing us, which will be really exciting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. I'm really looking forward to all the changes that are coming. Out with the old and in with the new. Yes. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to dive straight into how our society is going to completely change. So let me start by saying I don't, or I should say we don't, have all the answers. None of us do, right? We can only go by what the Lord is showing us or speaking to us. And he has definitely been giving those that are seeking it some really amazing revelation over the past year or so. So in the coming days, as more and more of the lies are revealed to us, many are going to be shocked, they're going to be hurt, and they're going to be angry. We've talked about it before, but it bears repeating again. The enemy has lulled us asleep with his lies and his wicked ways. We have turned further and further away from the things of God. And now we are in a really big mess, one that only God can get us out of. So I mentioned the seven mountains of influence earlier. Johnny Enlow has written an entire book about a prophecy he received from the Lord regarding those seven mountains. And again, they are media, government, education, economy, family, religion, and arts and entertainment. We have allowed the enemy to infiltrate every single one of these mountains of influence. And because of this, he is spewing his filth and lies to every person that listens to it. So many people are deceived. These people don't know that they're being lied to. They don't know they have an enemy and they don't understand what his purpose is. You know, we know it. Mm -hmm. He'll steal and destroy Mm -hmm. all of mankind, right? And that's all about to change. God is going to reveal all of it. He has spoken this to me many times over the past year. He's also spoken the same things to many other prophets. And he's also revealed many of these things to Laura too. Yep. So let's take a look at each one of these mountains. The first one is media. Do you think the enemy is ruling and reigning at the top of this mountain? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, can we trust our news sources? Nope. No, we can't. Right now, we really can't trust anything that we see or hear. And it's frustrating. I mean, you can, you can, a lot of times I just read news. Right. uh, Instead of watching it on TV. That's where discernment comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I read here and there. Yeah. So I can keep up to date with what's going on. I mean, I don't want to be oblivious to stuff. Right. But you just need to be discerning with what media outlets you're using. Right. That's a good point. Right. All right. So this next one, don't laugh at this one. What about our government? (laughs) Do you think the enemy is controlling things in our government? Not just in the United States, (laughs) you know, but all around the world. Mm -hmm. Do you hear anyone saying that they really trust their government? Why is that? It's because Satan has deeply infiltrated this entity, and we allowed it. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. The next one's education. Do you think the enemy has worked his way into our education system? Oh, man. I think that's a big fat yes. Mm-hmm. And some Oof. of the things I've heard that are going on are horrible and disgusting, but it's happening. And again, we let it get this bad. 
our economy. This is a huge one. And this deception runs deep. Have you ever stopped to think and process how all of this really works? You know, I've done some research on this. I've talked about going in my deep dive days where I did a lot of research of what's been happening in -hmm. in our country. And I was shocked to find out some of the things that I did about who owns what and who is really running things around our world. And I can tell you, these are not good people. They are in control of things that they should never have been in control of. Mm -hmm. I'll leave it at that and encourage you, you know, to do your own research. And hopefully all of this stuff will be revealed soon. But then here's the next mountain. It's family. Boy, does Satan, he goes after our families, right? right? Yes, he does. Can you see how much damage he has done in our families? If he can destroy us and our families, then we live a life of hurt, which turns into addiction, crime, destruction, and so much more. He keeps us from doing what God created us to do, and that's a win for Satan, mm-hmm. right? And then what about religion? That's an easy target for our enemy. He has been after the church since before Jesus was born. The Lord just talked about it, and Susan talked about the spirit of religion, but the enemy has also infiltrated our pulpits. And many of these pastors are living dual lives, trying mm. to hide what they're doing. But God knows, you know. And I think we can all easily agree that the enemy is deeply embedded into the church. Yeah. And the last one is arts and entertainment. This is the movies and the television shows that we watch. You know, some of the shows that are now being created are just Ouch. unbelievably sick. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's all about cro- programming our minds when we watch this stuff. And I think we can definitely say the enemy is at the top of this mountain, too. Right. But, you know, the last few times I've spent with the Lord, my intimate time with him, he's asked me to start imagining a world where none of that exists, a world where the enemy is not in control any longer on the top, at top of those mountains, a world where he has placed people at the tops of these mountains that we can trust and that will have only good intentions, not evil intentions. I couldn't imagine it at first, because for as long as I've lived, that has never been the case. Right. But now I'm starting to imagine it. The peace that will flow all around the world, the joy that will flow from people's hearts and into their homes, the unity that will come after we realize that we allowed an evil group of people to control the masses for their own sick desire to be in control. And I will continue to imagine the beauty of what God has said is coming. We are done with the old ways. God has already delivered us from it. And I believe we are just waiting for it to be seen in the natural. There's a lot going on that many of us don't know about yet. But I believe it's coming really soon, the revelation of it, the revealing of it. Mm -hmm. And now the new has come. We just need to decree and declare that God is doing a new thing and then choose to walk in it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want to share a word that the Lord gave me on December the 12th of 2022 regarding the old has gone and the new has come. He said, this new era you are entering into will be so different than anything you've ever experienced before. It will be refreshing invigorating and vital for all that I have called each of you to do. I have spoken to my prophets that a way is being made for my children to pioneer the new land they will conquer. New ideas and new inventions are coming. Many will wonder why these new things were never heard of before now. And it's because I have been holding them back for this time and for this remnant. These new things could not be released until the old was gone. The old ways of how my children did things. I couldn't release them when our enemy had control of all seven mountains of influence. Now is the time for me to release these things, for the old has gone and the new has come. Call it down from heaven. It is yours. These blessings are for you, my children. Teach my children to worship me and only me. I am giving you the strength and the wisdom to do this. This new era will be a season of my blessings pouring out from heaven. Expect it. Pray for it. Ask me, and you shall receive my favor and blessing. The old has gone. You are finished with that time, the old ways. Declare the new things that I have ordained for you. Call them down from heaven. Many will come to know me in the coming days. My kingdom age is upon you. This will be unlike anything anyone has ever experienced before. The evil will be revealed and wiped clean. The strongholds and principalities are being taken down and will be destroyed. The only way you can move forward in this new era is for these things to be made known to you so you may understand how you were so deeply deceived. I have prepared my ecclesia. I have shown them what needs to be done. They have partnered with all of heaven and together we will set things right. Mm -hmm. This is not coming. It is here. The old has gone. The new has come. Decree and declare that a new era is here. My children, it's time to start fresh. 
I love you. That's so good. Yeah. Yes. That was such a good word from him, you know, and he says it's already here. So I think we should start decreeing and declaring it, right? Yeah. The old <clears throat> is gone. The new has come. A new era is here. And it's God's kingdom age. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Yes. All right. It is. It's time to close. And next week, we will talk about how to bring the things of heaven to the earth. Yeah, and we just want to close with this scripture from Isaiah 65, 17. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Yes, and today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Yes, yes thank you, Caitlin. And we, I want to reference Eileen Fisher's book that Susan talked about earlier. That The title is Embraced by the Holy Spirit. Yes, and before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. Yes, and please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. We hope you'll join us next time, and remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His face shine upon you and give you His peace. All right, until next time. Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.